0: Let's get to the phones. The leader of the opposition, the leader of the National Party, Simon Bridges, is joining us on the line. G'day,
1: Simon. Hello,
2: Simon. Guys, look, the first time you told me about the (laughs) Massport Catalytic Combustion Technology, I wasn't that keen, but now I'm gagging for one. Where do I get one?
1: Exactly. I need one.
2: Oh, mate. I I don't know what they do, but I want one. Yeah, well... It sounds good. It does. The MCCT.
1: Yeah. Yes, after we've had our chat, we'll talk off-air about this. We'll pass you on all the details, (laughs) mate. They they need to
2: pay you, like...
1: Triple
0: for that, <laughs> he said We read it three times trying the to get it right. What you added there was phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Glad that. you recognise that. Now, Simon, before we get on to the very serious issues that we want to discuss with you minimum yeah. wage increases, uh, bipartisan yeah. approach to coronavirus, etc., etc. That's coming up. But but we yeah. have to ask you this Have you ever bought your darling wife lingerie? Have you ever gone to a store and bought it? <laughs>
2: And the reason we ask you is,
0: is a lot of lingerie stores in the UK are closing down, they say, because men are too embarrassed to buy it, so they're buying online, you see. And we were discussing that, and men... Well, well
2: I, have, I have been into Victoria's Secret with my wife. Have you now? Croaky. But I, I don't think physically I have uh by myself no gone into a lingerie shop and uh-huh. purchased the property uh alone
0: <laughs> purchase the property <laughs> spoken spoken like property no it probably isn't it's probably entirely legitimate <laughs> yeah. spoken like a former lawyer i purchased the property
2: that is to say the <laughs> said lingerie <laughs> well you know I just i don't want these i don't want these quotes taken out of context
1: no exactly you no, could get the trouble I, I, yes purchasing the said property i think is probably a very serious way to and, and a good way to say it, that, that if it does appear in cold, hard print, yeah. won't lead to problems for you in the future, what I say. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, you.
2: B- bridges... Bridges, pervy lingerie. They're
1: yeah, girls, that, that wouldn't I be good. No, exactly. it wouldn't be good, mate.
0: Now, Simon, let's talk about coronavirus. It, it obviously yep. is, has become a real problem around the world. Italy, I don't know how you actually shut up shop the way they have, a country of 60-odd million yeah. people, so it's pretty extraordinary. It is. Now, you know, it would be fair to say, Simon, you're reasonably critical of the government's approach to... COVID-19, but it seems to be in the last 24 hours it's become a little bit more bipartisan, this approach. Would that be fair? You're really keen to get on board?
2: Um, no, I just think, we, look, we, we want to uh, put forward um, uh, p- positive proposals, right? I think the problem is that when you do that, look, and, and, you know, at a level, I suppose, fair enough, because uh, different parties have different approaches to these things. Um, The government has a right to say, nah, we don't like that, or yeah, okay, maybe, or nah, we're doing it better in this way. And that's sort of the the nature of of politics. And, you know, look, right now, it seems to me, guys, that the... um, the, the, the short-term thing to do, in addition to all of the health stuff, and we can talk about that, but look, economically, is we're going to try and keep people in jobs. So we are saying, look, the minimum wage should be halted for six months. And uh, that's just because, simply put, I reckon it's better off to have people in jobs than than on the dole. And I think if yeah. you put the minimum wage up in a big way in, in, a, in a recession, uh, that's what small businesses will do. Now, the Prime Minister says, here's my la- the lawyer and me trying to be objective for – uh, for Jacinda Ardern, she would say, no, no, you're better to um, keep that support going. There won't be job losses and, and that sort of that. Well, I suppose ultimately we we both believe what we're saying, and and they're, but and they're just genuinely different views of how it is. I don't think that's um, I don't think that's, that's, that's an issue, if you like. Albeit, I fervently believe that in the short term. You know, we we should halt uh, the big minimum wage uh, increases.
1: -hmm. Okay, now so you're both, you're basically coming, looking for the same answer, but coming from different directions, just as you say. Let's just row back a tiny bit here. One of the things I think that most of us as citizens of New Zealand would feel that, put aside the issue about wages and stuff, but the purely medical side of coronavirus. Um, Is there cooperation, because I think all of us would like to feel there was, because coronavirus, as far as keeping people healthy, is a hell of a lot more important than any petty politics. Is there genuine cooperation, do you believe, between, say, your party and the government over how the medical treatment should be gone about? Well, we we are talking
2: as members of parliament to the um, the director general, uh, you know, who's on the TV and so on. Mm. Uh, I talk a bit to uh, some of the other uh, party leaders, including the prime minister. Um, And so, you know, look, and and there'll be things there where I say, you know what, absolutely, we've got the same goal, we all want to act in the national interest. And I say, for example, right, um, uh, just as, um, you know, again, um, uh, the the government has, look, we don't need the panic buying, you know, Um, we, we want to try and keep things as normal as possible. It hasn't come to, you know, a situation where we don't need to do that. The general advice about washing your hands um, and doing a great job of that, and look, if you're unwell, staying in, we go along with all of that. But again, it's the old thing that we sit there and you know, and, and we we're, we're, we're working quite. I mean, I'm, I'm working hard on this um, because I feel like it's my it's my duty as the uh, leader of the opposition, leader of the National Party, to, to do that for New Zealanders. I sit there and say. You know, look, we, we we're thinking a lot about what they're doing overseas. And today, for example, Aussie has uh, had travel ban put in place on Italy, right? Yeah. yeah. And the government here is not um, is not going. It uh, was they haven't called for that yet. I I think they should, right? And so, in that position, I suppose I'm in the position of wanting to be constructive wanting to work with the government, but trying to gently, I suppose, and I, I emphasise gently, like I'm not coming out there with a sledgehammer or anything, I, I gently want to push them along into doing that, because I think if we have a chance of containment and slowing this down, and that does involve these countries where we know it's, it's got away from them like Italy uh, and a travel ban, I, I think we should should do that. Now, again, it's, it's this difference of perspective. I mean, we disagree on everything. We probably agree on most things. Uh, but I feel like uh, the, the opposition national has a duty to point out uh, where some lessons could be learned from offshore, maybe where some lessons were learned from when we were in government around Canterbury earthquakes and the like and paying wages uh, and seeing that happen urgently. So that's always going to be the, 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 the juggle here in, in uh, what is, you know, a massive, complex, um, a crisis that the world is facing.
0: Simon, you, listening to you, <clears throat> one suggests, one thinks that perhaps you're not thinking the government, the current government, is going far enough with some of these restrictions. Would you, if you, let's hypothetically say you're in government right now, would you do yep. as Israel has done, which is anybody that comes into Israel? you automatically have to go into two-week quarantine.
2: Would you consider something like that? I might not go that far, but I certainly think go further than we've gone, um, for the reason I said, which is containment. And, look, we can slow this down, I think, if we're acting promptly. So um, r- right now, South Korea, I'd have a travel ban. Uh, Italy, I'd have a travel ban. I would have much more screening of other countries. Anecdotally, I don't know if you're getting the calls on it. I'd be interested to know, actually. But anecdotally, we get um, people all the time, actually people I work with are saying, you know, we just came in from um, X country, and, uh, you know, there were these issues, but there's just no sort of um, screening or, or the like. So I think, I think m- more on that. Yes, we are getting um, a few of those,
0: I'll, I'll be honest. We are getting a few of those texts to say yeah, that, that when they arrived I here, there think, was no stress. I think
2: and, and none of that means, you know, like I say, I'm with the government. I don't, I don't think we need to be in panic here. I'm not suggesting that, but I think I think more. And then on the economic stuff, which is is, is a very, very sort of a serious set of problems that the world's got, um, I just think there's some short term, quite big um, uh, stimulus that should be done uh, and, and, uh, around, you know, as I say, what we did at Canterbury Earthquakes, GSC, that worked real well, keeping people in jobs. You've heard me on the minimum wage. Um, I think these things would put a confidence into the business, uh, business community, which I really mean the small businesses, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's already been a bit of a struggle, and we've got to make sure we keep those jobs. Uh, and those businesses open.
0: Okay. Simon, do you mind holding for two minutes? I'll get some messages out of the road, and we'll be right back. Joining uh, us is Simon Bridges, leader of the National Party. This text here says, Simon Bridges is sounding like a real leader. He's making sense, good sense. And this one says, absolutely agree with what Simon Bridges is saying. He's right on the money. Acting early is much better than acting too late, which is how Italy got themselves into this mess.
1: And Simon, just so you don't feel too good about life, can you ask Mr Bridges' re-minimum wage if he would forgo $300 a week from his pay rather than asking a poorer person to do it?
2: Yeah, no, I get that. I suppose my answer is though, uh, whilst a very real point, Uh, we we're better to keep people on jobs um, than have them gone the dole. That continuity of being in the job. Uh, means that you know, as we get through this um, uh, recession, uh, you're in a better place. And, and I suppose the other thing I'd just say is one thing to increase that minimum wage in, in, in good times, and we've had those, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, it's just that it's a recession factor and the worry that, um, look, there's one thing worse than ha- not having your minimum wage going up, and that's not being in a, in a job, as I yeah, think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Simon, so, mean, one of the things I suppose, and, and when you read what economists are saying and, and you hear yep. interviews with them on radio and, and on television and stuff, One of the things that is very worrying, I would suggest, about the coronavirus, probably put the health side aside for a while, back to the business side again, none of us really know how far-reaching this is going to be, do we?
2: No. No, we don't. But I... I um, to, state, to state the bleedingly obvious, probably, yeah. it's really serious. When you've got the oil um, price mm. um, go crazy, when you've mm. got the stock markets around the world have some of their biggest falls ever. And I, I suppose so. I suppose what we can say is, and, and what this means is we have negative growth, right? So things sort of go backwards yep. for time. Yeah. I, I think we're definitely in a recession, right? I think um, we'll, that we'll, we'll know that, I mean, weirdly enough, a couple of days before the election for sure, when the, the growth figures come out, I think we definitely definitely a recession the, that, that much I think is sort of sort of obvious, but the point you make is is the interesting um, um, challenging one yeah. and it 's just about what happens after that and yeah what What concerns me is that you know what, what, what happens after that is the world almost sometimes it 's not even the trigger, and i 'm not trying to downplay the seriousness of this, but sometimes the world just acts irrationally, those share markets go go crazy we 're seeing that, and it sort of talks itself into what. Um, what What is happening, and maybe it 's for other reasons maybe it 's because there 's massive public debt because assets are overpriced, all of these sorts of things, and so that would be uh, that, that would be the real worry on balance i think there 's some likelihood of that, and that 's why I keep banging on about the need for a really Clear comprehensive economic plan from the government that, that gives everyone a light at the end of the tunnel and pulls us out of this uh, uh, sooner. Uh, Aussie's doing one tomorrow, so you, if the newspapers are to be believed, Scott Morrison is going to announce a $10 billion. Stimulus package, pumping money in and those job support and so on.
0: Actually, on that, Simon, if I can just jump in there, what did it cost the national government or the the people of New Zealand after the earthquakes with the support packages, the subsidy packages
2: that the government had? Top top of my head, the actual job subsidies, and remember we're talking about just Canterbury, right? Yeah, yeah. So so you're talking quarter of a a billion, uh, 200, 300 billion. That was just the job thing for a while. Um, Of course, overall, a lot more than that, and, and you may remember John Key said um, a wee while back that that is the thing he was proudest of doing. It wasn't, um, funnily enough, the flag. He didn't quite do that actually. No. It wasn't a bunch of other. That that was the thing he's proud enough, most proud of. And so I just come back to we should learn the lessons. There's some short-term things. But if and
0: that it, was just a regional sort of 250 million for Canterbury, if it's done across it. the your 250 million, so a quarter of a billion, wasn't it, Simon? Yeah. So if if we did that across the whole country for businesses, can we afford it? Because there were some scary thoughts, you know, back after the earthquakes that the country could go bust. Certainly, if Wellington had a
2: big one right away, we would have gone bust. Could that happen? We can afford it. We can. I mean, we can afford it. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not saying every small business would get it right. You'd have some criteria. And I'm, I'm, I'm riffing here, so I'm not saying these are, are the criteria. And the sure. government will work them through. And I'm not going to be overly critical of the exact criteria that they put in place. But it might be something like that you can prove that you've lost a third of your revenue. It yeah. uh, might be that you can prove that you, you're not going to get insurance uh, for that. It might be some things like that. And you, you can clearly see from criteria like that a lot of the hospital industry would be in that. Yeah. tourism sector, be a, a heck of a load of businesses, so you're right, it won't be cheap it wouldn't be, you'd have a finite period on it you might do it um, for starters and again, mm. I, I not. I, I, I think, you know, we, in Kaikoura I, I feel like I was involved, I feel like it was eight weeks. Right,
0: Simon, I'm so sorry mate, we're going to have to wrap it up because I'll get hung, drawn and corded if we don't get to the news but really appreciate your time.
1: Thanks so much Simon, thanks for your time. Yes, guys. All yeah, the best. Take care, bye bye.